Hi, and welcome to the Beer and Eggs podcast. My name is Jessica, and I'm here with my husband, Ryan. Hello. And we're reading through the book of Luke, and we're on chapter 18. And you're starting us, right? Yep. Yeah. Go for it. I'm going one through... One through 18. 18? Okay. Oh, sorry. One through 17. 17. (laughs) Yeah. Now he was telling them a parable to show that at all times they ought to pray and not become discouraged, saying, in a certain city there was a judge who did not fear God and did not respect any person. Now there was a widow in that city, and she kept coming to him, saying, give me justice against my opponent. For a while he was unwilling, but later he said to himself, even though I do not fear God, nor respect any person, yet because this widow is bothering me, I will give her justice, otherwise by continually coming to me, coming, she will wear me out. And the Lord said, listen to what the unrighteous judge said. Now will God not bring about justice for his elect who cry out to him day and night? And will he delay long for them? I tell you that he will bring about justice for them quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? How he also told now he also told this parable to some people who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and viewed others with contempt. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and began praying in this praying this in regard to himself. God, I thank you that I am not like other people, swindlers, crooked, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I pay tithes of all I get. But the tax collector, standing some distance away, was even unwilling to raise his eyes towards heaven, but was beating his chest, saying, God, be merciful to me, the sinner. I tell you, this man went to his house justified rather than the other one. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Now when they were bringing bringing even their babies to him so that he would touch them, but when the disciples saw it, they began rebuking them. But Jesus called for the little ones, saying, Allow the children to come to me, and do not forbid them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child will not, like a child will not enter at all. And a ruler asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know these commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother. And he said, All these I have kept from my youth. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, One thing you still lack. Sell all that you have and distribute to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. But when he heard these things, he became very sad, for he was extremely rich. Jesus, seeing that he had become sad, said, How difficult it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. For it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard it said, Then who can be saved? But he said, What is impossible with man is is possible with God. And Peter said, See, we have left our homes and followed you. And he said to them, Truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God, who will not receive many times more in this time and in the age to come eternal life. And taking the twelve, he said to them, See, we are going up to Jerusalem, 
and everything that is written about the Son of Man by the prophets will be accomplished. For he will be delivered over to the Gentiles, and will be mocked, and shamefully treated, and spit upon. And after flogging him, they will kill him, and on the third day he will rise. But they understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them, and they did not grasp what he what was said. As he drew near to Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging, and hearing a crowd going by, he inquired what this meant. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by, and he cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and commanded him to be brought to him. When he came near, he asked him, What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, Recover your sight, your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> We're always like, good chapter, good chapter. (laughs) But yeah, they're all great. There's not any bad chapters. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) We're never going to be like, oh, that one. (laughs) There's definitely some that I'm like, what? (laughs) Well, there's some that maybe resonate more deeply with us at certain times. But what were your thoughts about this one? Uh, I don't know. I think there's been like a big emphasis, especially at our church, on prayer uh, lately, or at least more of an emphasis. But mm-hmm. it's something that I really, really, really struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, like starting or just keeping up with it every day? It's like doing it at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think we've all been there. Yeah. Heck, I struggle with it too. What am I saying? I, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, yeah, it's hard. Because it's like, I don't know. I have like prayer ADD or something. I'm like sitting there like, oh, I should pray this. I'm like, oh, well, they, God already knows. And then I'll be like, oh, I'll just say like a prayer in my head or whatever. But then I'm like, is that not like enough? But yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting. I don't know if I'm in a place to give advice, but I like to pl- to pray scripture when I just don't feel I have the words. Mm-hmm. So whatever I'm reading, just even if it's just a short passage, just study yeah. it a little bit, get get what the meaning is, and write it down, and then just turn that into a prayer. Even yeah, that's what a lot of people have told me is like was a prayer was it called prayer journaling or whatever? Were you actually? write your prayers mm-hmm. and so you can look back and remember like what you prayed for and why you like why you prayed it mm-hmm. you know what i mean because i feel like i go through my day and it's so many like ups and downs for me it's like a roller coaster every day yeah like emotionally for me so it's it's hard to remember like what place i was at and what i prayed and why I prayed it. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if I keep track mentally of my prayers. But you, like, remember, I just, right? well, yeah. But I, I, I'm not always good at this, but I try to just pray throughout the day. It's like whenever, I, I mean, there's definitely, it's important to sit down and actually have time to pray. 
Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're busy. We're young parents. So even like when you're doing something like picking up stuff or whatever, it's just like pray. And, you know, God hears it. He understands. Mm -hmm. He just wants us to enjoy him. (laughs) And we should be wanting just to commune with him. Well, yeah, and to talk with yeah. him, too. Cause like, I've been telling Keegan about this, too, because every night lately, he's been like, I don't know what to pray. And I'm like, well, if you don't have anything, just start thanking God for things mm-hmm. and praising him. Like, it's okay if you don't have anything that you think you need to ask, but just thank God for stuff. And he goes, you know, I think he thanked God for the sun and its brightness. And I was like, there you go. There's something to thank God for. And that's a prayer. <laughs> It's not like that doesn't count just because it's simple. It definitely still counts. Yeah. And then you keep that up and you grow in it. But it's one of the disciplines, mm-hmm. Christian disciplines, you know. Yep. I like the the passage of the persistent widow. Yeah. I don't know why. I kind of find Every it. Every time com- I read this, I always think of like it's not only like a widow, <laughs> but it's like it's like your like your grandma's size person, like a, <laughs> like a four foot person, and then like like six five judge, who's like this lady keeps bothering me. <laughs> well, I just like I don't know. I like the idea of Jesus being like, if someone annoys even like an unjust judge enough, he's going to give in. Mm -hmm. How much more will your heavenly father who loves you hear you and answer immediately? So what you're saying is we need to annoy our heavenly father. (laughs) No, I'm saying he's not going to even grumble about it. He's going to be right there Mm -hmm. already knowing what you need and ready to answer your prayer, but joyfully hearing your request and giving you exactly what you need. It's an encouragement. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Pharisee and the tax collector uh, part. Oh, yeah. I've heard this joked about a lot. God, thank you that I'm not like that person. (laughs) But it's so, like, we do it so subversively, though. We do. Like (laughs) Even just in our thoughts. He calls it it how it is here in this part. Um, but like we, we delude ourselves in thinking that we don't do this. Oh yeah. And it's like, well, that's why I find it kind of like funny. Cause it's like, man, how many times a day do I like secretly be like, oh, I'm glad I'm not like that. And it's like, wait a second. Yeah. I <laughs> just <works>. like, <laughs> I just like cringe at myself. I'm just like, well, <laughs> you know, and then once you, yeah, I don't know. It's. That's just one of those ones you got to take the heart, you know? Yeah. Um. Oh, one more thing I wanted to mention. I forget which gospel it is. I think it's the gospel of John, because that's the one I know the best. But the rich ruler in one of the other gospels, when it says, when the rich ruler says, you know, all of these rules I've kept from my youth. Mm-hmm. It words in a way where it says Jesus looked at him in love and says, you know, go sell everything you have and give to the poor, which is Jesus pinpointing exactly where his heart was. 
really. Well, it was it was calling his bluff, <laughs> like. <laughs> well, yeah, and he was believing in himself for his righteousness. Oh yeah, right? his total self righteousness. And so he called out a portion of his life that he could not, was not willing to give up. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah, it's not a prescriptive like. Oh, in order to follow Jesus, you have to sell everything. It's not that even you necessarily <laughs> prescriptive for like someone who is wealthy it's just yeah where it's a test it was a testament to where his heart was at you know i don't know yeah well and he was pointing out a hole in his self-righteousness he's like oh Mm -hmm. you know i've done all this stuff and he's like clearly you've fallen short too oh yeah well and it's it's one of those things where it's like oh i'm good in all these areas yeah i just just have my like one hang up over here (laughs) It's like, you should really actually review, you know, who you are and what you're doing and why you're doing these things. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it's the same as the Pharisee being like, well, at least I'm not like that. It's like you're comparing <laughs> wretches to other wretches, you know, <laughs> I'm yeah. a better wretch than you. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Well, yep, that's about it for we're Luke getting, 18. We're almost We're getting the close, end. yeah. What is it, five more chapters? Uh, six. Six? Right, 24. Uh-huh. Super close. What is the longest gospel? Is it Luke? I know Ma- I Mark s- is the shortest. I assume it is because it has the it's whole Matthew intro. Matthew is the longest. Are Hold you on. sure? Wait, now this is important. Like longest suddenly. or most chapters? Longest. Well, that's in like... 26 there. Oh, hold on. So that's longer. If I had a... <laughs> if I had like a digital Bible, this would be a lot easier. Well, Matthew. 28 for Matthew. It's gotta be Matthew then, right? I think, I'm pretty sure it's Matthew. Yeah, and John, John has 21. There you yeah. go. Matthew's the longest gospel. But we're we're reading through the second longest gospel. Yeah, we're really it's actually pretty short. <laughs> <laughs> We've read through all of Luke. <laughs> Not yet. Don't jinx it. Almost. <laughs> it's fine. I still haven't uh, read yes. through all of Matthew. We get Zacchaeus for chapter 19. Can we sing the song? No. In that episode? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no singing. <laughs> no singing. A lot. No fun. No fun. <laughs> <laughs> you only get to listen to us drone on about whatever we want. You're all trapped here, actually. Now that I have your attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.